Hello and welcome once again to We've Got No Idea What We're Going to Say with Ben Simmons and Nick Murphy. Who knows what we're going to say? We don't. Nope. Neither do the people listening. <laughs> do you know what we're going to say? Write in at the usual address. In fact, if someone listens to this more than once, or like loads and loads of times, and then this is maybe the seventh time they've listened to this episode, they might know what we're about to say. Yeah, but they're obviously sad <laughs> bastards, so it doesn't matter. It's weird to think that, isn't it? We're about to say stuff, someone might know it, and we don't. At some point in the future, someone might listen to this so many times, they know it off by heart. Mm, that Very much to... like an episode of Black Adderall Faulty Towers, I would thought. Yeah, that goes beyond sad bastards to... Brilliant bastards. Brilliant bastards, that's it. Good lot of swearing in the first 30 seconds. I don't think it's going to alienate many of our listeners. They all know it's explicit, so so on iTunes. There's a warning on iTunes, if you're offended by the word bastard, come on. What's wrong with you? (laughs) I don't think that is on iTunes. If you're offended by the word bastard, come on. (laughs) iTunes are offering people for a fight. (laughs) So take on the might of Apple. Well, here we are. It's fine as long as you're a caterpillar. Yes. Here we are, series three, not season, episode two of We've Got No Idea What We're Going to Say. In many ways, the 26th episode ever. You're right, yeah. Um, Are you feeling emotional or finding it it irrelevant? It doesn't feel like we've done that many in my head, although clearly the records show we have. Series three, episode two, you think, oh, that's a fair few, and then to hear it's only 26, to me it feels like it should be more. Really? Yeah, I know it is. Should we do longer series seasons? No. Should we put more seasoning on a cake? Yes. Seasoning on a cake? cake. (laughs) That's your famous salt cake. (laughs) That's why nobody eats my food. I've never liked them. What? Salt cakes? Yeah, yours. Everyone else's are fine. Fine. They don't put salt in them. (laughs) In many ways, just a cake, then, really. Yeah. Salt free salt cake. No one calls you Jamie Oliver, do they? Very few people. Yeah, only people that mistake you for him. Because you look quite alike, actually. Pucker. You and Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yes, I have got wrinkles on my wrinkles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take some more Botox and inject your forehead with it. Yeah. Um, now... If I was Heston Blumenthal, I might make a nice dish out of it. Or help out Little Chef for a couple of years and try and improve their menu and clientele. Yeah, but I don't think it was even for a few years. Wasn't it? Was it like six months? Well, yeah. It was one program. I don't even know if it was that long. For clearly. a documentary. Yeah. If clearly. you're Heston Blumenthal, email in at the usual address, uh, info at wgni.co.uk, also on the podcast title page. Um, and if you're not Heston Blumenthal, um, I want you to email in and tell us what life would be like if you were Heston Blumenthal. <laughs> That's your challenge for this week. All our regular emailers, and thanks for those again, by the way. Um, email I said in I'm this not going to say anything no, more not, about I've them. I've just said thanks. You can say what you like. <laughs> Bloody emailing bastards. Um, <laughs> yeah, email in what, it's like, what you think it would be like to be Heston Blumenthal. Tell us. Is it good? Is it bad? Who cares? Is it him that's got the restaurant called The Fat Duck? Or is that someone else? Yes, that was the one where loads of people got food poisoning a few months ago. Brilliant. And was it there where he made snail porridge and stuff like that? I think it was, yeah. Mm. Bacon-flavoured ice cream. See, that just seems pretentious bollocks to me. Isn't that just ludicrous? Yeah, I I see where you're coming from, but actually quite a lot. He's not my favourite chef at all. But I do think that somebody should be trying things that you, that sound ridiculous to see if they work. Yeah, but bacon-flavoured ice cream, who wants that? People, well, you wouldn't, yeah, that's the thing, though. You think you don't want it, what if you tried it and bloody loved it? It's just the idea of a savoury ice cream, it doesn't go together. Maybe I'm being ignorant and I shouldn't Pistachio say it. Pistachio ice cream? 
Yeah, but that's just nuts. It's not. I'd say I'd say that was officially savoury. Uh, I don't want to disagree with you openly on the not air. So you'll disagree with me closedly. <laughs> I'm agreeing with wrong. you, but inside I don't agree. Well, okay. Um, now, before we go any further, um, last uh, podcasts. Um, interview with Adam Jenkins on via telephone link up went so well that uh, we are having it as a regular feature. We are going to do it uh, a regular feature and on every episode as well. <laughs> yeah. So Adam Jenkins is pleased about that. I'm regular and this is a feature. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well done. It makes me think of that joke. I was, I, it's a terrible joke, but I really like it. I'm so regular. I go at eight o'clock every morning. Yeah, Trouble is, I don't up. wake up till quarter to nine. <laughs> <laughs> but for you, that's really inaccurate because you don't get up till about ten. No, but I do go at eight o'clock you every morning. Massively shit the bed about an hour and a half before you get up. It's disgusting. Forty-five minutes is fine. You can clear <laughs> yeah. it up. It's not too bad. But that hour and a half, that extra forty-five minutes of <laughs> defecation makes all the difference. Rolling around in your own feces. Many people would be excited by that, but hopefully none of them listen to this podcast. No, exactly. Well, I don't think we should call Adam Jenkins right now. I think we should give no. it a couple of minutes. Right. Weirdly, though, we're not really. We haven't. We're not going to have any guests other than Adam Jenkins at the moment. We haven't well, arranged I don't any think more guests. It's a policy not to have any more guests. Just we haven't no. organised any for the first. Two unlike episodes. season two. Series 2, unlike yeah. Series 2 where we knew we were going to have a guest every episode, yes. we're just having the regular feature with Adam, and there may or may not be guests, listeners. Yeah, well, there's no point sort of building it up or not, there won't be any other guests in this episode, don't go expecting it. Uh, and like no, we said... No surprise guests. Yeah, no, no surprises. Um, but like we said in the last uh, podcast, if you would like to be a guest, we do have phone link-up possibilities now, so just email in at the usual address. And, uh, <laughs> as so many of you did after the thanks, last Thanks episode. for your requests. We're sifting through them as we speak. And, I've uh, finished. Yeah, you have. Well done. That was a busy task for yes. you, wasn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we'll be uh, getting on to guests later in the series, but I think um, we... Should we speculate as to what Adam Jenkins might be doing, or should we just find out from the oh, man no, himself? Let's just, I, th- I think it's time now. We're about six minutes into the podcast. Let's speak to Adam Jenkins. There is, of course, the risk he won't answer, but you never know. We'll that would be happens. a tragedy. It would. So, dear listeners, we're waiting now. And I'm going to let him speak this time, because last week I didn't. There's the ringing. It's getting exciting. Is it? He's not going to answer. <laughs> Four rings? Five oh, rings. We haven't contemplated what's going on. Hello. It's Adam Jenkins. Hello. Hello, Adam Jenkins. You're alive on the Not Air. How are you? Yeah, I'm feeling a bit rough today. I'm still at a wedding last night. You did what? You went to a wedding and you feel rough? Yeah. You sound a bit rough, to be fair. It's always good to be on a comedy podcast, I think, when you're feeling quite hungover. Well, when I saw the name come up, I was like, oh, brilliant, this is all I need today. <laughs> anyway, See, that's... anyway, that must be funny. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of us phoning you, and you don't really know when we're going to phone you. Obviously, well, we the don't... the beauty for you, it's the right pain in the arse for me, but yeah. <laughs> well, you've agreed to it in the contract that you signed. Did I sign, Did I sign a contract? Didn't you? Sorry, I just wondered. I was outraged that you haven't signed a contract and you just agreed to this with a verbal agreement. You did demand it over and over and over again, but we'll talk about yeah, that you later. Yeah, in the post. Yeah, that's right. Um, Listen, what, would happen, what would happen if I didn't answer? We'd, we'd just, just move on, on, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it'd be slightly embarrassing, but we'd gloss over it and hopefully no one would mind too much. 
Well, we basically just talked about the fact that it's the second episode and it's our 26th episode Cooking, ever. Heston Blumenthal we talked about. Chefs, Heston Blumenthal, Gordon Ramsay, and... Uh, Do you have a favourite chef, say? Adam? Do you have a favourite chef? Yes, I do. Who's your favourite? Well, there's two. <laughs> I do like Ainsley Harriet. Uh, but Rusty, Rusty Lee is my favourite. Rusty Lee? She was, wasn't yeah. she from GMTV in the brilliant. 80s? She was brilliant. I always thought she was having an affair with Mr Motivator. <laughs> I saw Mr Motivator at a recent leisure event at the NEC. Did he still look like a complete idiot with a rat's towel thing? He was wearing the same kind of thing, the same ludicrous headgear. He just looked about 60 now and a bit too old. Did he still have a microphone on, like the Madonna microphone? No, he wasn't. He was just wandering around some gym exhibition. Have any of us met Rusty right. Lee? I've never no. met... No. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. What was it about Rusty Lee that uh, appealed to you so much? Um, her laugh. <laughs> yeah. She's got that kind I of... I like a kind of Frank Brewer laugh. <laughs> 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 She's a bit like that, isn't she? She's yeah. like, I don't know if she can cook. I've never even looked at her. I've just listened to her, really. So you're saying she might be a good cook, but you'd imagine she's quite a good boxer and can look after herself. What? <laughs> so the thing that really appears to you about your favourite cook is nothing to do with her cooking. <laughs> no. Right. right, brilliant. Well, let's dwell on your life right now. Obviously, you've been out last night and got a bit the worse for wear. Mm. On a hungover scale of 1 to 100, how hungover are you right now? At this precise moment? Yeah. I'm probably dro- I've dropped a lot, in all honesty. Uh, Percentage-wise, I'm probably sitting at about 45. Ah, it's not too That's, bad. It's still fairly probably hungover, probably though. 98. And you were at a friend's wedding, were you? Yes. Was it a nice wedding? It was a lovely wedding. Where it was, was a it? Lovely wedding. Um, but I just drunk too much. Where yeah. was you, it? You, you do it every time when you when you get up and you feel like a bag of spanners. Where was uh, it? Well, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> uh, near Manchester. Yay! <laughs> right, right. And obviously, talking about weddings, you must be getting excited in the build-up to your own wedding next spring. Well, excited is a strong word, then. Yeah, it is a strong word, but surely in terms of your own wedding, it's appropriate, isn't it? Yeah, no, I am getting excited. Are you <laughs> going to be hung over the next day? Pardon? Are you going to be hung over the next day after your own wedding? Um, I'd like to say no, but I think it's pretty obvious that we all will be hung over after my wedding. <laughs> Definitely. We haven't got too much longer with you now, so is there any new topic you'd like us to talk about once we leave you? Pillowcases. Pillowcases, right, okay. Yeah. I can what? act... I know what cartoon I'm... or children's character did you have on your pillowcase as a small child? Oh, I know the answer to that. Well, I'll go first. Who I... else would? Who else would not? No, we're going to talk about this after Adam's gone. I'm just going to tell him now before he goes. I, had I don't a... want him to know. <laughs> well, well, now so... I feel like you're blocking me out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't tell you what I was going to tell you. You're going to have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, make ah, him listen. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, was, was it Rusty Lee? <laughs> yeah, I had Rusty Lee on my pillowcase. That's it. Um, I had Rusty Bin. No, Dusty I, Bin. I had her in my pillowcase. <laughs> right, enough inane crap. We'll, uh... Hang on, no, there's never enough inane crap on our podcast. No, that's right. But Adam Jenkins... Dis- Did you ever think that we would be talking about Rusty Lee on this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the most airtime she's had for about 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to spot... This podcast is sponsored by Rusty Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll try and get her on as a guest. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> Well, thanks for being a legend and thanks for being hungover and still speaking to us. 
No worries. Thanks for having a podcast. See you in episode three, you big legend. See you soon, boys. Bye-bye. Bye. So, uh, that was Adam Jenkins. That was Adam Jenkins. I didn't expect him to be hungover. I didn't uh, do very well in my speaking so he could hear me. Not too well. You asked him where he was a lot before he answered. It upsets me that clearly you like you talk to him and there doesn't seem to be an issue. As soon as I open my mouth, he's either talking over or we just don't. he doesn't hear me. I don't think that's anything to do with the fact that um, he was on the phone. I think it's just to do with the fact that he hates you. But in honour of Adam Jenkins, I suppose we should talk about pillowcases. Spider-Man. Right, yeah. I had a Mexico 86 duvet I was quite partial to after nice. the 1986 World Cup. That's not a pillowcase though, that's a duvet. Add, and a matching pillowcase. Sorry, that's fine. Then. Yeah, no, I didn't specify that. But, uh, no, I had a Spider-Man uh, pillowcase and the sort of bit where you put the head was on his web. <laughs> right, so, so did you ever wake up thinking you were stuck to your own pillowcase? Yes, but for entirely similar reasons. Right, are we both thinking sperm? Uh, we are now, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> I don't, this is kind of going against the grain, but I think anything slightly dodgy in this podcast, I've brought it up. Yeah, oh, I think more... I think we actually talked about this very early on in the podcast, that um, traditionally we all thought I was going to be the, the filthy-mouthed mouse, filthy bastard. And, and filthy-moused bastard. And, um, yeah, with lots of small, hairy rodents. And it's turned out to be you more than me. Yeah, well, apologies to people that are offended by me being offensive. but uh, I'm not offended by you being offensive. Thanks for not being offended. If you're being offensive, surely somebody has to be offended, though. Yeah, I predict someone has been offended. I liked. I listened to a Ricky Gervais thing the other day, and he was saying, cause, and it was Piers Morgan interviewing when they said, don't you think people were offended? It was about the whole Golden Globes thing where you hosted that. And they said, don't yep. you think people were offended by what you said about them? And he went... They might well have been offended, but that doesn't make them right. And I thought that was actually a really good point. You always like people go, "Oh, that that's offensive to me," and you think, "All oh, right, I better not do it." And you're like, "Hang on a minute! Just because you feel offended doesn't put you instantly in the right." Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Good. Um, before we go any further, I think we ought to date this podcast. And as we took it out for a light shag, a light shag. <laughs> yes. What's the difference between a light shag and a heavy shag, in your opinion? Bricks. <laughs> right, so you line your pockets with bricks. How would that even work? That doesn't. They, the bricks are quite large. I'll take you out for a heavy shag in a minute <laughs> if you don't watch it, sunshine. So now it's a punishment. So you're with a girl. <laughs> and say, a shag with me is always a punishment. <laughs> that was a nice light shag there, love. Thanks for that. But if you don't behave yourself, it'll be the heavy one next time. You're asking for trouble. If you're lucky, you'll sleep with me. If you're unlucky, you'll sleep with me twice. <laughs> Yeah, if you're insane, you'll go out with me. <laughs> in the Seine, the river in Paris, France. Ladies Is and it? gentlemen, we apologise for interrupting your regular broadcast <laughs> programming. Well, I throttle Nick Murphy. <laughs> ah, so, um, what did we talk about before the throttling? Offensiveness, I think. <laughs> and you should make yourself an expert on offensiveness, I think. Yeah, I've always thought of myself as quite offensive. My smell certainly is. <laughs> well, I've got to say, bizarre though it sounds, I'm sat quite close to you right now and you're not offending me with your smell. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, hang on I'll a minute, hang on. You don't kind of smell unpleasant, you don't particularly smell pleasant, you just, <laughs> you don't smell of anything really. Fair enough. You I have had some new photos, oh we didn't date the podcast. We date just, it? Sorry, um, it is what, Sunday the 2nd of October? Quite literally, and uh, as many of you will be realising, it's bloody warm for this time of year it's incredibly warm at the moment it's it's sort of got to the point where it's almost t- too warm mm. 
People are starting to worry about global warming and stuff like that. I think there's just been a shift in the seasons. Yeah, I think it's been a tumultuous uh, time around uh, for anniversaries in your life, in so much as it's just been your wedding anniversary, and not too soon it'll be your birth anniversary as well. Yes, and even more bizarre, it's my parents' wedding anniversary on the 5th. Well, that's bizarre. So, uh, it was my wedding anniversary yesterday. Happy anniversary to Mrs. Simmons. It was uh, my mum and dad's on the 5th. Happy anniversary to Mr. and Mrs. Simmons. We haven't got to the 5th yet. It will be, but people might be listening to this after the 5th. Yes. And then it's my birthday on the 14th. If you know me and you like me, send me presents or email them in at the usual address. (laughs) Which is? uh, Info at wgni.co.uk. You did say earlier. Yeah. I apologise. No worries. So, seven years, that's a heck of a long time. Do you know what's bizarre? You know how you get a present associated with each anniversary that you're kind of supposed to get each other? Do you know what it is for the seven? I looked it up. What is it? Uh, wool. <laughs> so I bought my wife what? a sheep and she didn't like it. <laughs> what a shit present. <laughs> I don't mean a sheep, get, I just mean wool. Don't just buy a ball of wool. You have to be inventive. Like a woolen jumper If you bought me a sheep, I would have been really happy. That's where I, it's all backfired with the bloody weather. I could have bought her a nice cashmere top, but it's too warm. Is cashmere wool? I think so. Good. If it's not, apologies to cashmere. <laughs> Um, but slightly bizarrely and worryingly for next year, <clears throat> obviously I think like anniversary year one is paper, two is wood, and then it goes on like ten is tin or something. Well, who came up with those? What a load of crap. Ron Anniversary did it. Hang on, so um, the ma- he was called one anniversary and he ended up deciding what was happening on anniversary. Yeah, I know, it's bizarre. I don't make the... Nominative determinism. I don't make the history of anniversary. I met a doctor called Dr. D. Ath. Did you? I'm not joking. She was Dr. Diath, D-E apostrophe A-T-H, Dr. Right. Death. <laughs> yeah, thanks for pointing that out. What I was getting at, though, all these presents for particular anniversaries, year seven, wool, yeah, sheep, hilarious. Year eight's a bit worrying, salt. <laughs> what do you do with that? It's like, here's some salt. Uh, you put it in some cake. <laughs> <laughs> and then Heston Blumenthal sells it at his restaurant. You make bloody fortunes. Salt. You forget that that whole thing of salt being a sort of important commodity in medieval times. I remember seeing a thing, and it it was on one of these science programs that nowadays, with all health and safety and stuff, if there was a new substance that they'd had to test to be put in food that was salt or sugar, they wouldn't pass today's testing, and you wouldn't be able to use them. I, I genuinely have no idea what you've just said. <laughs> <laughs> If they tested salt or sugar... To see if it was alright to be used in food nowadays, it wouldn't pass the testing. Why but not? Because it's been going for years, it's fine. Isn't that true of potatoes, though? Because they, they have that thing of potatoes are actually poisonous if they, you leave them out too long and stuff. Are they? Yeah, potatoes are terrible things. But so many people eat them that they couldn't ban them. They would be banned like, under current regulations. Yeah. That seems a bit weird. Potatoes are terrible things. They really are, though. Some of my best I'm friends sh- are potatoes. I'm sure that there's something like if potatoes... Aren't they from the deadly nightshade family? And they sort of develop I... poison over time. I act, I'm like... Unless this is one of those QI things that you think you know is definite and it isn't. Yeah. I'm like 98% sure that's true. Well, because I've never heard about it, I'll take your word for it. And that's the last potato I'm going to eat. No, I think clearly eating them's not no, an issue. No, you've sold me now, so... I always think that about when they say milk, that you can't drink milk because human bodies aren't designed to digest it. And you think, yeah, I have it on my cereals every morning, I'm fine. Yeah, so you think shut up. humans have been drinking it for a couple of hundred years, it's yeah, probably it's like fine. Mothers, they, they, they make milk, so... <laughs> so, cow mothers, they make milk, drink it all. It is weird that why don't we drink milk from dogs? 
That's something for another time. It is. We <laughs> well, haven't got time to go into to that. We've come to the end. Depth. It's time to Nick Murphy to sum up whilst talking about dogs. It's odd to finish a podcast on the subject of dog milk, but uh, I'm happy that we did. From all of us here, goodbye.